walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Saturday, January 1st, 2022. This is episode 35 with NF Works who's doing The Colorless Life of the Invisible Man. You can find that over on One Planet. Let's welcome to the podcast, Val and Pedro. How y'all doing? We're good. We're good. Thank you, Finn, for inviting us here to speak about this new project. Hey, Finn, thank you for having us. I'm excited. Absolutely. If y'all remember a while back, uh, we had UAPX alien artist Pedro on the show, talked about a lot of cool space stuff. Uh, and then sometime after that, we got together with the Terra Gems guy That's and cool. released this cool little one of one rap uh, NFT. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That was super fun to do. And now I'm, I'm looking at the the colorless invisible man here, and I'm like, man, I bet he wants to rap some stuff. That that'd be pretty sweet. Oh, of course. <laughs> that'd so be, that that'd be super cool, man. Like we should do some collaborations in the future, in the near future. We have many NFT projects coming, but we're focusing on whatever's the funnest, you know? Like, it's we, we want to wanna do crazy stuff and new stuff in this space. That's what the space is all about. That's right. <laughs> Y'all are in the one-of-a-kind category over on the One Planet uh, finalist panel there. If uh, you haven't voted, you have till January 3rd, I believe. They extended it till. Yeah. So you yeah, can that's right. make sure to join their Discord. Uh, if you're new there, I believe it takes a half hour to get the role for voting. Just kind of interact with the community there, hang out. Uh, and then once you get that voter role, you'll see a couple channels open up. And you uh, you can go into each category and then put a vote down for your favorite project. So definitely, if you haven't voted, make sure you go over there and take a look and uh, cast your votes. So the colorless life of the invisible man very visual, very, uh, very artsy. I, I really like it. I'm a fan of like the, the invisible man movies, all of the different ways Hollywood has, has portrayed them right. to us. Uh, I, I think Kevin Bacon's was, was my favorite, uh, rendition of it in, in the newer, newer stuff. But how did you, uh, you're an artist. How did you come across this and start like developing it? I started making these pieces uh, around one year ago, I guess. Uh, the idea I had back then is was to start making like a, showing a different perspective from what we see every day on social media, which is for the most part this uh, uh, unrealistic version of people's lives, you know, filled with uh, a lot of exciting adventures and uh, people having fun all the time or hanging out with other good-looking people. I wanted to show something like more ordinary, something more realistic. I think that kind of makes me more uh, familiar with, with the pieces. I think for most of us, we have all been stuck in traffic sometimes. We have been working overtime. So I guess my idea with this uh, character was to show these uh, mundane stories. But, of course, uh, trying to show it in a very visually pleasing way and, you know, taking a lot of care with the 
photographic composition and the color grading, try to come up with something that is, uh, uh, you know, like uh, telling a story in a way that it's, uh, you, you can kind of relate to these pieces. That, that was my objective in the, in the first place. Without knowing too much about it, just from an outside perspective, it to me it it had that here's a day in the life of feel like you see him, uh, you see the the invisible man like in in the house in the apartment and then kind of going through like a a day, but having no no not really personality because it definitely has personality. I mean, all art does, but there's no identity there, right? Like it's just, it's the clothes it's. And I I think that's super interesting that you mentioned the whole social media thing, because it is like a a big game of show and tell. I, depending on where you went to school when you were kids, a a lot of schools here, at least in the States had this thing called show and tell uh, where you just like bring your dope shit and be like, check out my cool shit. Yeah. I'm awesome. Here's my cool shit. And then like everyone would, would do that and share. And it, it does seem like social media has become a, an extension of that into our, our teenage and then adult lives that we're just, we're, we're sharing what we want people to perceive us as. And that's not always what we are. You know, it, it we have these different faces that we put on depending on, on who we're interacting with. It's super interesting. The invisible man has no face regardless of who he's interacting with. <laughs> True story. Yeah, and I I just wanted to add up that naive. Uh, we, we with I mean Val and I we met since I don't know like 2005, and we've never collaborate collaborated before. But I was guilty to show him NFT space as a as a place to put forward this idea I think because also I think decentralization and how stories are built here just empower the idea of such thing as the as the colorless life of the invisible man and it it was really cool to get these pieces together and now try to put a whole like story around them and it's really funny because I think most of the people that have like commented on this project has said, like, we all relate to, to this image, you know, we all relate to this, like just normal tasks around normal uh, daily life. But this is a perfect like artistic way to put it through, you know, and, and I really like what he does. Maybe he can tell us more about his background, Val. Because I think you're yes. very, very talented and very experienced in this kind of VFX CGI uh, art, and I'm just here to to try to to try to collaborate with the narrative, with the writing, with some music. But I think he's the main the, the main mind behind this whole thing. So. Yeah. So um, thank you for. For this, uh, I have uh, been working on BFX, as you uh, probably know already, for the past 10 years. And I have been uh, working on different projects, mostly have been advertising, but then like uh, for the past four years, I had a chance to work on uh, like big titles uh, for film and television. I mentioned uh, like Stranger Things or uh, Godzilla or, or Dumbo. Uh, stuff like that, uh, which has given me the opportunity to show, to understand a little more what's behind the whole process uh, 
for creating this CG, full CG pieces. So now that I, I stopped working in this big studio that was located in Montreal like uh, one year ago, because uh, I wanted to pursue this, uh, this type of projects where, where I'm more in, um, in charge of the creative part of the process. Because uh, back then, I, it, was, it was fun to work on those projects, but you never have full creative freedom of, of what you're doing. So you're pretty much just doing what they tell you to do. So yeah, this uh, whole experience of uh, building my own ideas and bringing them to life, it's very rewarding. And I think it's a, a big improvement uh, for me. And it's, uh, it's great to be able to collaborate with other talent people. And uh, I personally, I'm very new to this NFT world. Just a, a few weeks ago, I was really unaware of what was happening in this uh, in this world. So here, Pedro helped me uh, getting into this uh, environment. So yeah, just about exploration right now. That's got to be a pretty cool shift going from like marketing. I mean, as an artist, probably in in like the two thousands and 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 past. If you wanted to make money, marketing was pretty much one of the big go-tos. And, and to yeah. go from that to like, were you? What, I'm curious what you did on Godzilla. Like that. That's I. I never really watched Stranger Things a lot. Like I know about it because everybody's watched it, but it, I just never got into it. But like Godzilla, like that. I love that shit. Just since I was a little kid, and like <laughs> the old ones, and then the newer ones and stuff. So, were you in the Godzilla suit, or what? What did you do on there? No, oh, I was, uh, when I worked on this project, I was uh, in the layout department, which is, uh, my role was to assemble the the set and the cameras and everything that is like the props and all that stuff that's in one shot. Oh, wow. I had to do it um, collaborating with uh, with a big team, of course, but uh, I don't know if you remember this this sequence that it's like on the ground in, in the frozen kind of cave where, where the monster is uh, in a wall, I think. It's, a, it's an ice wall. So yeah, yeah. We have to, yeah, so this sequence was entirely uh, created in CG. So That's your yeah, ice? Was, that was your ice wall? That's epic, man. Yeah, it was like a, a bunch of uh, back and forth with, with the directors and the client. But yeah, it was a pretty exciting uh, shot to, to, to work on. And even probably as exciting as like working on movies and stuff is like you said, it's still a grind. Like as an artist, you're not able, I mean, maybe you can a little bit depending on where you work, but I feel like for the most part, you're not really able to step out of the bounds of what you're told to do and like express yourself further. You just kind of have to do what they need you to do and then that's it. And I guess if you have any motivation left after that, go work on your own shit. But uh, being able to go from that to this NFT space where it is like every project is just either a person or a group of people and friends that are just like creating the stuff that they want to create. Like nobody's telling us what to make here. They're just telling us to make here, you know, and that's, that's what's super cool about it. I think. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's much more rewarding, even though working on these titles, it's, uh, it's exciting and it's a good experience, but I think it's much better to have your own, uh, ideas uh, coming to life 
Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest, having Godzilla and Dumbo and Stranger Things on the old resume probably doesn't hurt much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So uh, you guys are friends in real life, or you just met, like, on the internet? Oh, in real life. Oh, nice. So, and you you definitely don't have to answer this if if you don't want to, like, spoil it or anything, but are you the Invisible Man, or was that completely CG? Well, I can say that it's based on a few experiences uh, that I've had, uh, particularly this this past three years that I work in Montreal in uh, this big studio. And, you know, uh, with everything that was happening in the winter and the long shifts, sometimes you feel like you're invisible because in a way you are giving up on your time to fulfill someone else's project like the CEO or or stuff like that so basically I was I felt like this like I didn't have uh, like a particular personality or that I was giving up on my dreams or my uh, you know like the sense of being individual like in having my own plans and my projects so I felt a little bit like invisible invisible and of course with the language barrier and all that stuff, it kind of make, made it worse for me. So yeah, there's a little bit of uh, of that. Interesting. I, I I didn't even think about like the whole link because you said Canada and you're not from Canada, <laughs> so that yeah, like a whole language barrier on top of like just working in a zoo of of people trying to get like this thing done that can probably to the eyes of the director and the client can never be perfect right like they always there's always something I, I could imagine i think i also could relate to what was what bal was doing at that point in time because i also lived in montreal and we had time there to uh, get along together you know in montreal and i felt life sometimes especially in places where you have like extreme climate it's is really like i don't know you feel invisible you feel alone you feel like very solitary, and yeah, really I think this is connect. behind the whole thing. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just saying that it's really hard to connect with people, but yeah, for sure. That's true. Yeah, I think you guys took that to like a total like metaphorical meta level. I I was literally asking if Pedro was like the prop for the photo shoot, or if that was all oh. like CGI. But I I definitely appreciate those answers for sure. That was way deeper than what I was asking. <laughs> and also you know because i was thinking when i when i told val like you should come to the nft space i will tell you how to to produce this the one planet nft contest was just launching and it was really cool to get into the finals you know like get to 12 finalists because i know he has a lot of quality in his work but now that we're developing the whole narrative concept I think this is this idea that that it's it's growing and growing. Now we're thinking about, and I want to uh, say this now. We're thinking about some kind of NFT story-driven thing by the community, where holders of the NFTs can actually change and choose some parts of the Invisible Man's story. And I've never seen this before. And I told this in an interview that we had the one-of-a-kind category. Uh, back in, I don't know, like three days ago, that most of the big studios of this kind of um, uh, stories that we know of are 
just driving this uh, whole like criteria very slowly and very centralized in the way that they decide every aspect of any story that has been told before since I don't know Disney till well or whatever and now we have the potential in the NFT world to make the community participate in the stories they are consuming but also producing but also owning and maybe earning even from them so I think this is also very special about the kind of work we're doing and yeah it's I like you said it's it's a whole meta thing right now that we explained this kind of metaphor about Tim the the invisible man but also I think the NFT world can relate to this idea through the anon you know like the anonymous person who who's behind the the desktop investing and stuff of you never know who he or she is and now the invisible man has this kind of metaphor too for them you know it's kind of fun to see how this thing develops in the near future when when people are on twitter talking about hey anon this is who they're talking about Exactly. Yeah, that's that's interesting. You say that, too, because I, I had a thought earlier today and I, I just I didn't really think much of it after I thought about it. Like it was just one of those fleeting thoughts, but it was utilizing the time that it takes to create a movie. Right. Because movies take time to make. Right. Like years, sometimes, sometimes a few years. So if you could create some sort of DAO that's purpose is to it's like a movie studio basically where like you said, the votes, the community gets in on the story, they build the story. But then the, the second part of that would be utilizing this DeFi stuff to put a bunch of initial investment in and let it sit there while the movie's being made. And I bet you, you get enough in there by the time the movie's done, you give it like a year, six months, you know, two years, whatever, however long it takes for, for the art to be created you already have like a, a head start on paying off some of those initial costs of creating the film because you've been trying to generate that yield kind of similar to what Minerva is doing with the wine industry because wine takes a certain amount of time. So you automatically have that time in there that you can be generating yield with assuming you get that initial investment. Sure. Yeah. And, and it's a dream right now, but we were thinking maybe in, I don't know, like one year or something, we can release at least a short film, you know, about the Invisible Man, where people is already involved, invested in it, and they decided whatever they could about this whole story. And I think those things are what make this space very valuable, not only for artists, but also for owners and users. And I think Val wasn't thinking about this when we first started NF Works because we've never, as I said before, we've never collaborated before. And now that I'm more into like NFTs and music, NFTs and art and the UAPX thing and all of that, I just seize the opportunity, man. So I don't know if you have something to say about this, Val, but I think this is more or less what we're thinking about yeah right val we're yeah. we're starting a DeFi movie studio are you in or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure I, I i never thought of this uh potential and reach that nfts can have i uh like i told you i was really new to this 
world of NFTs. So now that he's uh, telling me a little bit more, and I, I've been also like studying and listening to to podcasts and videos, and it's been like uh, I'm just realizing how big this whole thing is and the, the potential behind it. It's really exciting. It's the shift. It's it's the revolution we were all promised wouldn't be televised, and they're right. It's not. It's actually on the blockchain. Who would have guessed? <laughs> Yeah, but that's great. I, I, that's that's why I love being in this podcast, Finn. Because sometimes you have this on-the-fly ideas that I've never like, <laughs> thought of. You know, and it's and it's fun to to just think about right now of, about the about the potential of this kind of DeFi studios or or Guild studios or I don't know. I don't even know the name, man. But we could do something. And I think we were discussing this before when we want wanted to make more NFT music. You know. Yep. It's, yep. It's it's, it's totally like a shift like a whole shift and, and i I'm think really like the the ones that do it first and build the structure like and build the the dows and everything are going to be the ones the actual movie studios and music studios will come to because they have no idea about this space like they're not building it they're still busy being greedy pigs and and living off of all of the artists that need to use their services so i think the the more of a head start we can give ourselves the better because once they do come in like it's they have so much money to throw into this stuff like it'll it'll push all of us little guys right out i bet Exactly. Yeah, we we have to be sure that we make something for us before they take over, right? Yeah, and that's where the communities come in. Like we're we're the ones out here building these different communities that that gravitate to these different art projects, you know, different emotions and feelings and stuff. So you you're definitely seeing the beginning seeds of that. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's true. That is pretty cool for your first NFT project uh to get nominated as a finalist on the one planet contest especially considering they had so many entries like i i am really thankful that they did not ask me to be a judge because holy shit you guys they had so many projects to sift through and like i'm the worst at at picking like the best of these things because i like so many of them so i would not make a good judge but that that's really sweet that you guys made it uh with your first one and and yeah like the art's super cool the storyline is super cool. I, I, I dig it for sure. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I think that it's it's evolving really quickly in my opinion. But it's it's just uh I'm I'm excited to see what is going to happen in the future. I think like interactive stories and other type of entertainment is going to be possible also within this uh platform so just have to wait and see but it's great to be a part of this first wave of of talent and creators that are uh, fueling this uh this push right sure yeah also on on terra because i think i think terra has a lot of potential to grow and invite more people over and and make them see what we're seeing right now right so also I think one of the main attractives about One Planet is that they really care about their community and community creators. Because to be honest, I didn't think we will will get the opportunity to be part of the finalists. But now that we are here right now, and don't don't forget to vote because we still we still have like two days. Still have a few uh, days. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool because I, I said to myself, like, oh, they really saw 
what we created. They they really saw something there, and that's really cool for an NFT platform such as One Planet. You know, because there are more platforms in the Terra universe right now, but I I don't know. I th I think One Planet is the perfect one for community, and that's our main goal right now to grow up a, a community around the colorless life of the invisible man and, and try to try to put forward this idea of a story driven by community and owned by community so let's see what happens and yeah again thank thanks for inviting us Finn it's it's really cool to have this space because you're you're also a big part of it Hell yeah, and the audio sounds way better than Twitter spaces. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think oh, it's yeah. it's interesting watching uh, what we saw with the beginning NFT season. It popped, it went crazy, and then we almost saw this, not laziness, but this like kind of settling in the markets. Like You had the two major markets. You had Random Earth and Nowhere, and then you had Talus, uh, which was more kind of focused towards like smaller artists and single mints uh, until just recently, now that they have their candy machine for the most part working and their new UI getting, getting put in. But what we saw was like the first several projects popped because it was new, and then you didn't really see any interaction from Nowhere or Random Earth. And then Luart comes along and is being interactive and hosting these AMAs and stuff. And then One Planet comes along and starts doing the same thing where they're actually interacting with the community rather than just being like, give us money. All right, your shit's listed. Now leave us alone kind of thing. Like they're actually they understand that it's not the projects. It's the projects communities that are the ones bringing in the money and allowing them to have a marketplace. If nobody's buying shit like we don't need a marketplace, you know, but if you can interact with your communities like they're doing and this this contest and it, it will be interesting to see if they continue at this level once the contest is over and if they and i think they will we'll definitely have to wait and see um but i think if they do it's it's we're gonna see a shift away from nowhere and random earth and onto luart and one planet and then of course we'll always have talus for for the smaller mints and the artists and then hopefully once they get all their bugs worked out and launch out of beta like we'll have the big three there And I, I don't know, it doesn't seem like, and maybe it's just from my perspective and the projects I've talked to here, but like, it, it just doesn't seem like nowhere or, or random earth. And I, I don't want to speak for them or anything, but it just doesn't seem like they care anymore at this point. They're just like, whatever, our code's done. Like, if you want to list their list, if not, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, and I think they, at the beginning, they were just trying to put some of their collections on and then they just didn't care anymore. Right. And We need community to, to take care about NFTs because NFTs are content, man. Like the content that defines the whole Terra ecosystem. So it's like we need that. We need the interaction. We need the AMAs. We need the interviews. We need all the involvement that I think this new places like Luard and also Talis and, and, and One Planet is trying to, to achieve. Yeah. I feel so like, I too, it, the, the more they continue that, it will be interesting to see if we get less either abandoned projects or rugs like we started to see towards the, the tail end here with, with Nowhere and Random Earth, where 
these projects would just come on mint and then they'd ghost and some of them would even, you know, kill the servers and the telegram and all that and just completely ghost. So, and I yeah. feel like some of that is due to just a, a lackadaisical attitude about how they're going about it and not taking the time to be like, all right, you want to have a mint on our platform. Like let's do some podcasts. Let's, let's get to know you. We'll record some stuff, do some spaces, get to know the community. Like it, it is a lot of extra work for sure, but it's all, easy to do work you know we're not like having to make smart contracts to do any of this shit you know like it's yeah. literally just recording some stuff and asking people like cool questions and if you're not that i guess passionate or enthusiastic about it then maybe you know you're not the right one to to be leading the market that's true yeah i totally agree and also i think this contest that one planet is organizing was a kind of filter that was really successful to know this, the kind of actors you want to get involved in the space, right? So I think it's a good model also for other platforms or even for Nowhere and Random Art, uh, Random Art, sorry, to just keep going if they want it because this people is innovating. This is, this people is trying to make some new stuff and new ways of selecting other artists and other uh, participants of this new technology like a like a whole and and it's it's really fun to see people like val uh getting in this space and making things that i don't i haven't seen here in terra or or elsewhere you know it's it's fun to see cgi it's fun to see video clips it's fun to see nft music but yeah of course the the filters filters help up to to have this kind of selection yeah, you definitely need some sort of curation, especially especially once if we ever get to like a more open source mint market where kind of like OpenSea model where anyone can mint whatever the hell they want, you know, that's when uh, the curation will be especially important. And I think, again, that's where these communities come into play, because who are going to be the curators? Obviously, it's going to be the people in the communities that are the most active and people will, again, you know, gravitate to the curators that vibe most with their style. And, and you'll see new communities pop up and it, it just yeah it, it spreads and spreads <laughs> right yeah i totally agree i love this one where the dude's standing in front of the the subway and you have like this yeah. nice blur on the train car but then like everything's focused on him and then obviously the the no smoking <laughs> sign uh, oh, up yeah. there that shit's really cool though yeah, this yeah i don't know in particular this this shot in particular took me like uh, like two months to finish. Like I think the uh, more time consuming part of this uh, production process is building the set and the environment and the, all everything that's in the, the background, like the props and uh, the character, the vehicles, or all that stuff. It's really taking a lot of time. Yeah, because so, you're not think, you're not setting up like props in front of a subway and then waiting for it to come by and shooting it. Like you made everything we're looking at here, even though it looks really realistic. Like I had to think for a second, like, are you guys standing up a mannequin or is this all just CG? Like it looks that legit. Yeah. I think in BFX, that is the main goal that we are after. We, we want to create invisible BFX something that you don't even know that it's a computer generated 
Uh, in this case, uh, it, it, yeah, it takes a lot of time to build these assets. You have to model them one by one. You know, the, even this uh, no smoking sign, I had to look for the right textures and model the square and put it in the right place. Once you have the whole set built, you can just point the camera in different direction and, and you can have a different shot. So that's the, the cool part of it. Once you have it, it can become really easy to, you know, uh, get more, uh, more of a sequence and, and a story in the same environment. That is super cool. It, it does like it, it tricks you. And I, I feel like almost that's one of the many missing pieces to like a really solid VR experience is that realism. You have to trick enough of your body senses into thinking it's real for it to become real in your mind and like visually we're there <laughs> like that's that's insane yeah i think once we nail this uh, you know like the photorealism and vr like this it's gonna be a, a whole new level of new experiences coming and uh now with unreal engine and or unity in this real-time uh, rendering platforms, it's going to be, it's, it's just very exciting to see uh, and imagine what's going to be the future, especially now with VR and uh, w whenever it becomes more mainstream, yeah, it's definitely going to bring some uh, new entertainment and uh, everything that's related to film and short films and all this type of thing is going to be a new experience. From a from an old guy perspective, my first VR was a Virtual Boy. I don't even remember oh, when, but like the tripod with the thing you like looked in like binoculars, and it was all red vector kind of style. But it was cool. Yeah. But like, so for me, like that's kind of always been my reference point. That and then like Lawnmower Man, which was super cheesy. Going back and watching that now, mm -hmm. but uh, seeing like even the the PlayStation VR and like the the new Oculus stuff, like we've come so far in such a small amount of time with with that tech. Uh, it's it's super exciting and then with adding the blockchain to that and it's it's like you don't even really need to store all this stuff on the blockchain you can simply use it as a way to purchase the access and and to fund these kinds of things like i feel like everybody in web3 gets caught up in how can we put all of this on the blockchain and i i think as much of it as we can is is cool but i don't think we should constrain ourselves with what can we put on there? You know, like it, it can be used as access and, and other things. Yes, yes, that's true. I mean, it's it's not necessary to have everything on the blockchain. It's just the access, the the keys to the experience. And we we will see more and more about this. And also, you have this intersection between VR, the metaverse, blockchain. You know, like all of this coming together with what Val was mentioning already that exists already. I'm really excited about this year and the following years, to be honest. Yeah, a fully immersive metaverse where we can fly our spaceships and our, our aliens and all that shit. That would be super cool. Yeah, and earn something, you know, that's closer to Ready Player One, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, right. That's, that's the goal ever since that book and, and then the movie. Like, that's, that's the goal. That's what we're building here. I think a bunch of us saw that and read that when we were younger. And, like, that's kind of been where we've tried to been directing all of this creative energy towards. 
Yeah, and there is there is something about invisibility there if we want to extend the metaphor. Because I remember, I don't know where I read it, but I remember I, I saw, I, I read something like the most visible magic is invisible. Yeah. So it, it relates to what Val was saying. And I think it, it's not only invisibility of VFX or CGI or whatever, but also the invisibility of the whole experience, like the seamless experience that you get access to when you use blockchain technology and all of this because you don't need banks anymore. You don't need a big studio that bought I don't know how many places to showcase this story and blah blah blah. It's it's just a, a seamless experience, very independent and invisibility, I mean. Now it's making more sense to use the invisible man for this kind of thing. <laughs> for real, for real. And I, I remember too, like some of the early Nintendo games I played, like anytime there was an invisibility power up, like that was always the oh, shit. Yeah. Like that was the best. You just sneak by, just cruise right through part of that level. Like no problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite superpower actually. So while you're waiting on the, uh, the contest and everything, do you have your next uh, release? And it doesn't necessarily have to be in the vein of, of what the invisible man is doing in that roadmap, but are there other uh, art projects and other NFT stuff that you're currently working on or, or thinking about working on? Yes, we're actually building something else because we also had like a different participation but for the digital identity category, we, we, did, we didn't get uh, the place in the final. But it's about, I, I won't say much because we're developing it, but it's about giving people that don't, that, that don't have vision, as we say right now, like they, they, don't, they don't possess the capacity to see as we see optically speaking or whatever, the the identity through sounds and music and we want to give them the opportunity to be represented in this space too so we're working on something and Val is making the visuals and I'm making the sounds and the music but maybe later we can have another interview here on the podcast to tell you more about it hell yeah you know it recorder's always open for y'all I look forward to it Thank you. Thank you, Finn. I don't know if you want to say something else, Val. Uh, well, yeah, that, that project is going to be exciting, too, and I'm looking forward to uh, finalize it. But I would say I also, I also like to explore this uh, the VR uh, oh, yeah. know, world a little bit more and uh, probably try to uh, create something that is more immersive. Something like the Invisible Man, probably, but in a more immersive way. I think it will be so cool to. Uh, it'd be a fun project to do. So I, I think that's probably going to be in the, in the near future. That would be cool. I, I could see something like a, a VR experience where you are the Invisible Man, but you're in a room that just has a bunch of different mirrors in it, so that you see yourself but it's just the invisible man obviously and, and hands and, and all that i think you could do a lot of cool stuff with that and and not have to make it like a full game like it could just be this literal room where people go in to feel 
that feeling, you know. Of being in this yeah, yeah, that's a cool idea. Well, cool. And uh, not only games, but, uh, you know, like, I think there's room for documentaries, short films, like uh, interactive experiences. All this, I think, is going to be very uh, cool to explore as well. I, I imagine being like minting new immersive VR experiences on Terra, maybe. I don't know. It's we're just here like hanging out right now and seeing what what's going on in the future. But yeah, that is a pretty cool idea. We kind of saw that a little bit when Google released the cardboard and their dream dreamscape. I, I forget what they called it, but it was like the VR thing. You put your phone in and it like stuck your phone to your head and it, it oh, worked yeah. good for what it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, every like they did it for a few months, I feel like. But every couple weeks they'd release like a new interactive short that they made with some movie company or whatever and they they were like really well done for the time and, and i feel like if you took that technology a step further with web three and and yeah the nfts represented each one of those experiences and stuff you could definitely like come up with a pretty cool library of just raw experience and art yeah, yeah i think yeah. probably in uh, maybe a year or two I, I always like to say five, just so I'm not disappointed. <laughs> just to be okay, sure, yeah, everything's probably, five years. <laughs> yeah, because we have to wait until it becomes like more, I guess, mainstream. So there's uh, more people involved in this. So yeah, it's probably going to take a little, a little bit of time. We'll we'll continue enjoying the fruits of the labor for these beta tests and everything. But yeah, I, I feel like for an actual finished public product like that for normies you have to get to the point where the the blockchains themselves are are invisible and like we we talked about on previous episodes how how eventually it won't matter what chain you're on because it'll just all be done in the background with these smart contracts and stuff so it won't matter it'll just be here's your identity's money and and there's it's not going to be like oh do you have luna or ada or or eth or whatever the hell like it won't matter because it's all going to be invisible and seamless yeah, seamless, yeah. And uh, I think that's what other projects like uh, Cosmos are trying to do, and I'm really excited about yeah. this kind of interactions, yeah. I'm excited to see UST become the main stable for all the chains. <laughs> I know, man. I, I wish that happened soon. Oh, it's, it, it's happening. Decentralized. So it will be awesome, yeah. And we're 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 advancing. <laughs> like we're 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 moving on. We're yeah. leveling up. We're evolving. <laughs> exactly. So, who's Tim? And more importantly, how is Tim? The Timverse. Who's Tim? Yeah. Val. Who's Tim? Who's Tim? That's a good question. Okay, I I just saw it. I I went on on the Instagram because there's way more cool pictures of of this than just what they're showing you on the one planet site so i've been like checking out the instagram stuff so uh tim i assume is the invisible man i know everybody always asks who's tim but no one asks how's tim so i thought i'd be the first to ask you know how's tim Tim? i think it we can we can probably say that tim is like any any one of us at some point (laughs) in time so I guess there's going to be a direct uh, correlation between the audience and or the viewer and the pieces and the content. So yeah, it can be anyone, in my opinion, I would say. Yeah, and also because Tim, as an acronym, acronym of the Invisible Man, 
Holy we shit. Are we you want... kidding me? I did not even realize that's what oh. it was. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's, it's cool. It's, we want to we make it not evident, you know? We want to make it so... Mission accomplished, cool. boys. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Luke, like you said, this is about invisibility. And I think we can all relate to the invisible man, but also... Like, what we want is that people participate and make the story their own, so they feel they produce that identity, right? So it's it's more about how Tim is going to be a kind of universal, commonplace for NFT people, but also for maybe normies in the future like a reference like a like a kind of commonplace a, a commonplace where uh, a character becomes something else something more a, i think a that's blank what... canvas i got gotcha. you exactly. okay exactly. i did not even put together that tim was an acronym because it's not like <laughs> capitalized it's super subtle like in the in instagram and stuff that's so funny yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, after this, like your whole Timverse idea, is that kind of dependent on how this goes, or is that something you you guys just want to create regardless of of what happens with the contest and all that? I think we will keep going, but we wanna we wanna use one planet as a platform to to make at least the first mint. And see where it goes from there because we're planning five pieces right now five items five scenes and we will make it very like the supply is going to be really limited and see how it works for our community and the people around there and from there i think if if one planet works we will keep just working with them because nice. they've been really really kind and the back end part and the smart contracts and all of that they said they will provide us with support so uh, yeah i think we're gonna we're gonna just keep moving from there on and if not we'll we'll just try a different thing but i think we're just using one planet at the beginning and and mint the first mint is gonna be there so nice yeah and so mm -hmm. there will be multiples of the five different images are and are they are they like the same or are they different angles and stuff how how does the the mint itself going to work oh no, yeah so but yeah uh, i was i would just uh say that i have this um well, the idea is to, to use this setting like the subway platform as a sequence, so all the other pieces are going to be within this same environment, and it, they're going to be related to one another in, in a way. Uh, it's not properly like a, a story, like a like a perfect sequence, sequential story, but it's more like everything happening happening in the same place uh, while Tim commutes to to work. Nice, nice. Definitely looking forward to it. I like the art. I just this Instagram page. I hope people find the Instagram page because, <laughs> like, that's where all the good stuff's at. That's where the alpha's at, you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Insta we need we need some kind of Instagram on Terra, you know, some somewhere where we can just show the the galleries and the and the videos and and yeah. that yeah, 
like it, it, it'd be better just to have that sort of space and I haven't find have, have found one yet but yeah, yeah what, something that doesn't necessarily make you have to like go through a minting process but literally just like a, a web 2 a, a web 3 version of like Instagram or something but something that that is a little more decentralized than obviously Facebook or yeah, Meta exactly. or whatever yeah. they're being called now <laughs> Yeah, where where I they respect your ownership of your or of your own work, you know, because if you upload this stuff to Instagram, well, yeah, you're in a in a, in a dubious position there, in, whether you own the the rights or not. Of and that the either. best part about that is you would only yeah. even know that if you actually took the time to read through the hundred page terms, like, and nobody does, which is is sad but i i don't either so i i too am sad <laughs> true yeah Terrible, i wish but... i wish that we had a different platform because uh, personally i don't like uh, so much instagram and i don't think it's uh like the best fit for this type of projects uh yeah of course i guess in the future there should be another platforms uh, for for this type of creative content yeah, and I mean, if not, we might just have to spin up a couple more WordPress servers and just throw galleries on them and turn them into that. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be. I mean, we have the technology. It's not It's not hard. Again, we're not having to write smart contracts. Exactly. That's yeah. like my new bar lately for like if something is hard or not is does it require smart contracts? And then if no, then no, it's not hard. But if it does, then yes. True, yeah been using that in all aspects of my life <laughs> <laughs> i need smart contracts for eating right now right is this hard <laughs> i don't know do you need a smart contract oh, yeah. i will use that i will use that uh, uh teaching right now in my life should i drink another beer to counter the effects of hangover after new year's eve or not. There you go. Do you need a smart contract to get it, or do you already got it? <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, man, it's awesome to have you guys on. Is there anything else about the project that you guys want to mention, or anything that you want to you want to get the word out about before we, we wrap up here? Just follow us on Twitter. We have that Twitter. We have uh, Instagram right now. We're planning to release a discord channel maybe after the contest and yeah i mean that's that's all vote for us if you like the project if you don't there are other participants that have really cool stuff there so just go to one planet's uh discord and and put your vote out there absolutely yeah, just uh just about keeping in touch with with the community i think that's uh that's uh the idea for us as well super important yeah. super important go vote i don't i don't vote for stuff in real life but i definitely go vote for things like this and and contests and everything for for projects so definitely it only takes a minute if you're already on discord which i know you are i know you're in discords with at least 50 discords right now if you've been participating in the nft season <laughs> <laughs> exactly and uh, yeah, we'll have links to all that stuff over on terraspaces.org for the episode post. Uh, and NF Works, that's both of you. That's the group that you guys yeah. will be doing more work and stuff under uh, in the future. 
Yeah, we, we'll. Th that's yeah. like like the team we created for this project and other projects that are coming. Nice in the in the midterm. Yeah. Hell yeah! Well, awesome. Definitely keep an eye out. And I'm not sure. Uh, I know the third's going to be in a couple days here. I don't know if they're planning on doing any more uh, AMAs or anything until after the vote. But uh, if they do, we'll definitely be sure to record them. And if you use the search box over on terraspaces.org, you can just type in one planet and like it'll pull up all the episodes that had uh, one planet uh, from their spaces. So uh, use the search box. I just put that there. <laughs> and thank you again, Finn, for having us. I think thank this was so very, much. yeah, this, this was very useful for us and for the community to know more about the Invisible Men. And We'll share and retweet and whatever we need to do so we all grow together because Terra Spaces is the greatest place to be. Yeah, so. love to hear it. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much. NF Works. Check them out over on One Planet. Uh, what is their site? OnePlanetNFT.io. I keep wanting to say .com, but it's .io. They paid extra. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll have links, to, like I said, to the Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff over on the show notes at terraspaces.org. Uh, it's been a pleasure. UAPX, Salian Artist, and Val himself, NF Works, everybody. For terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening, y'all, and we'll catch you next time. Happy New Year, everybody. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true. It really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's final, if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them. If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited. I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing. It's the season of reason, y'all be seizing the research. I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork. It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is. But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves. The future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. <laughs>